Happy Christmas and welcome to St Paul's Church, Howard Hill, for this special recorded service for Christmas Day. My name is Paul and I'm the Senior Associate Vicar here at St Paul's. Wherever you are this morning, whether you are with those you'd hope to share Christmas with or missing the people you love, we are delighted you can join us for worship. It's been a difficult time for many these past few years, hasn't it? And again so in these last few weeks. This service was filmed a couple of weeks ago and is led by clergy and members of our congregation here in North Surrey. Our prayer for this service is that it helps each of us to celebrate the hope and promise of Jesus coming into our world, whatever circumstances we might be facing. We hope too that you feel a real sense of joy as we worship together in the carols we sing and in the encouragement we hear from God's word. If you have children, go and get them. We would love them to join with us today. There'll be an activity and reflection just for them as well. Christmas is a time of joy because at Christmas we celebrate God's coming into our world. Jesus the light of the world, Emmanuel, God with us. And so we will begin our service by lighting our Advent candles as reminders of this joy, of this hope and the light. So let us light these candles to remind us of the joy that we have, of the peace that it gives us, of the love that we can know and the hope that whatever we are facing, we can have hope in Christ who was born in a stable for us. And so let us pray uh, this morning. Jesus Christ is the light of the world and is a light that no darkness can quench. We walk with the shepherds who kept watch by night and saw God's glory shining around. We were reminded that darkness is not dark for Christ. The night is as bright as day and Christ's light scatters your darkness and my darkness and fills us with his glory. So we pray, gracious God, help us to learn from the example of Mary. Teach us this Christmas to ponder as she did all that you have said and done. To listen again to familiar readings and carols and to hear again the story we know so well. But also to consider what it all might mean, what you are saying, not just to others, but also to us. Amid all the celebrations and rejoicing, help us to be still with you, so that we may open our hearts to your living word, your renewing love, and your redeeming love, your redeeming power within us this day and always, 
and so know the presence of Jesus within us by his grace. Amen. So do join in with our first carol this morning, Hark the Herald, Angels Sing. the centre of all we do at St Paul's is our work with children and young people. It may be that you have children with you now. It may be that you don't. What though I have found to be so true are the words of Jesus, who is totally uncompromising in his challenge to us that to be part of his family, to be part of his kingdom, to be part of his work, we need to change to become like little children. So it is my privilege to introduce our children's pastor, Naomi, who is going to help us to discover, whatever age we are, who and what is the greatest gift of all. Good morning, everybody, and a very happy Christmas. My name is Naomi, and I am the children's pastor here at St Paul's. 
Well, today I want to talk to you about today, Christmas Day. I wonder whether you enjoy receiving presents or giving presents. I love walking around the shops and finding that perfect gift for a friend or family member. But I also love opening up a surprise box, waiting and longing to see what's inside. Which do you prefer, to open a present or to buy a present? Do you prefer to give or receive? Well, before we go any further, I need you to do something for me. I need you to run around your house as fast as you can and find four items for me that begin with T, F, I and G. T, F, I, G. Off you go. Do pause the video if you need some more time, but I wonder what items you have found. Well, I've got some items here that I have bought from my home and I'm going to go through them one by one. But before we start to go through our letters, do you know what we're trying to spell? What do those four letters say? Well done if you got it right. Today we are looking at the word gift. G-I-F-T. And so to begin with, I have got some gravy because who doesn't love gravy at Christmas? Then I've got an ice tray. I was going to bring some ice, but it melted. So I've got the tray. Then I've got a fork. And lastly, I have got thyme the spice. Well, let's start with G. You see, in the Bible, in the book of Isaiah, chapter 9, it talks about how that God sent his son for us. He sent him down to us because God loved us so much. But God didn't just send Jesus, his son, for anybody. No, God sent him for I, for me and for you. And our I represents us. God loved us so much that he sent his son for I. And because of that, it means we are forgiven. God came down to earth as a Jesus, as a baby, so that we could be forgiven. That means that all the bad things we have done in our life, Jesus takes away. And because of that, that means we get time. We get time with God for all eternity. And that is the greatest gift we could ever have. And so I wonder what presents you have opened today. But whatever presents we open today and all the food and fun we have with our families, it will be great to remember that the greatest gift we could ever receive is the gift from God. Have an amazing Christmas and I'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you so much, Naomi. That is so helpful. Now, as we know, as we've already said, this year has been so challenging. We've all been affected by COVID one way or another. So much has been lost, whatever age we are. Our communities have been pulled apart. I have been so thankful to the leadership of Archbishop Justin, who has challenged us to care for those most on the edge, those most on need. He's challenged our politicians and he's encouraged us to stay rooted in Christ. It's so fantastic that the Archbishop is able to share a few thoughts with us all now on this Christmas day. Suddenly a great 
company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to those on whom his favour rests. Luke chapter 2 verse 14, we know it well. We hear it the whole time, it just goes past us. But think about it, cold night, shepherds, one ear out for some marauding animal, a wolf or a lion, and the other ear more or less asleep, perhaps chatting slightly aimlessly to pass the night. And suddenly this happens. Heaven overflows into earth. What an extraordinary picture it is. It's as though we were looking at a great dark river of freezing water flowing past us in winter flood. And suddenly a bridge appears, a golden bridge, shining and radiant. And all heaven pours across it into this earth. Not to kings, but to shepherds. It's a remarkable story. This is the moment at which God physically bridges heaven and earth and the angels burst out of heaven. It's so exciting. What do we do about it? Because Yes, we celebrated on December the 25th, and rightly. And there's all kinds of implications and meanings, and rightly. And we rejoice, and rightly. But it says something about God and us that is past all our greatest dreams and hopes, particularly in these days of pandemic and of worries about this and that and all the things that are just part of our normal lives. Because it says God is with us. It's what the word Emmanuel means, God with us. God is with us. God has reached out to us because we couldn't reach out to him. The bridge started on one side of the river and landed on ours. We couldn't go the other way. Christmas is for everybody. Christmas is the gift that goes on giving. In the old cliche, Christmas is the gift of Jesus' presence if we say yes to him. We can walk past, as so many did at that time. But the shepherds said, ah, let's go. And that's what we need to do. Let's go with Jesus. I hope you and all those with you have a most wonderful Christmas of joy and a new year full of the gifts of the presence of God. Thanks so much, Archbishop. And so now we're going to come to another uh, chance to sing. We're going to sing Joy to the World.
It may be right now you're not feeling very joyful. But you know what? What I have found? I have found when we choose to be joyful, when we choose to sing, actually something happens within, inside us. And that joy wells up. That's the promise of Scripture. The promise of Scripture is that in good times and bad, we are called to praise the Lord because that changes us. Let's stand to sing. And so now I'd like to introduce to you two of our teenagers, Joel and Isla, and their youth pastor, Amanda, who will lead us in a time of prayer. After which we're going to open the word of the Lord together. Karen, our family's pastor, is going to read to us. And then David, our community's chaplain, is going to help us dig into that word together. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for Christmas Day a time to celebrate the birth and gift of Jesus. Thank you for loving the whole world enough to send the greatest gift, your son, so we might truly have a very Merry Christmas. We ask you to grant us peace, peace in our homes, peace in our churches, and peace in our hearts, especially when it feels like the world all around us spins out of control. Thank you for your faithfulness. You never fail. You are our strength in our time of need. God, we give you our worries, burdens, and cares this day. Thank you that we do not have to fear, for you are always right beside us. Encourage our hearts today. Remind us of your unconditional love. As we continue to navigate the global pandemic, we ask for your healing and protection over our world. We pray for the governments, scientists, medical professionals, our incredible NHS, and all those involved in trying to protect us. Grant them supernatural rest, wisdom, support, and understanding from those around them. Help us to be kind to all those that we meet and to share your love and light in the challenging places. We thank you, God, that even when the earth is trembling, we can be still and know 
you are God. Nothing can separate us from you. We praise you for your protection and favour as we sit in your presence and focus our hearts and minds on you. Give us your perfect peace. We trust that no matter what, you will guide us, protect us and be gracious towards us. Lord, our heart's desire is to live in harmony and unity with each other. We pray that through us, you would speak words of peace, love, justice and faithfulness that challenge violence, hatred and self-interest in the world. Find your love to our hearts so we can live in perfect unity together. Teach us to value life and forgive others for their mistakes. May we each be changed by your Holy Spirit from the inside out, that in turn, our world is changed through your love. God, you know each and every one of us so well. You created us. You know the number of hairs on our head and you know the thoughts conceived in our hearts before we even vocalize them. You've told us to come to you and ask for every need of life. So we bring to you people who are sick and in pain. We ask you would bring healing and comfort to their bodies. We lift you to our families, God, all those we hold in our hearts, for health, well-being, and a sense of joy and hope. Help us to speak life to each other this day. May we be kind to our family and use words to build each other up. May we have a listening ear and respond to each other with compassionate hearts. We pray for people who cannot be with their families this Christmas. Those in prison, hospital, or separated for other reasons, and we ask for your love to surround them. We celebrate today because you first loved us. You are the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. We thank you that you give us unspeakable joy and peace that goes beyond our understanding. Not peace or joy from this world, but from you. As we put our trust in you, overflow in us so we may be filled with confident hope. May our hearts be filled with such joy this Christmas day. Amen. Let's finish with the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The reading is taken from Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 14, the birth of Jesus. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was the governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to be registered. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth, Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to be registered with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. 
An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favour rests. Thank you, Karen. And can I join my colleagues in wishing you a very happy Christmas? Christmas is a time for questions, isn't it? Mainly it's questions like, oh, do we go and see Great Aunt Phyllis on Boxing Day? Have we done all the Christmas cards? Or will, there be, will somebody send us a card that arrives on Christmas Day and it will be too late to get one back and they will never talk to us again? And will the food be right? And will the presents be right? But let's pause for just a moment and ask the two questions which I think are really, really important. The first is, is this true? Is this real? Well, what we have just heard from Karen, written by Luke, who was an extraordinary uh, historian. Uh, he, his work, his writings are so detailed, all this stuff about Quirinius, they've, they've been checked out by amazing scholars, and this is seen as being a really authentic account of the most amazing events ever to take place on Earth. And then uh, the change in people's lives. After Jesus was resurrected from the dead, those who had been melting away turned and told everybody about it. He was seen by hundreds of people. And people changed their lives. They came forward and they went throughout the world to the point of being martyred because they knew that Jesus had conquered death. God is real and God is good. What is the key message of Christmas? It boils down to three words. God with us. God chose to be born, not in some mighty palace. He chose to be born in a stable, in squalor, because the original Bible sometimes says there was no room for them in the inn. Actually, the translation today is very much one of there is no room, there was no guest room. Jesus was born an outsider. He had to, with his family, go for cover when Herod was out to uh, see if he could kill him. Jesus was born into an impoverished, subdued province of the Roman Empire in squalid conditions in a stable and is, speaks and lives for the outsider. What we know, above all else this day, is that ours is not some remote God that we have to appease and pray to in the hope that he might listen. God is with us. God came into human space to be born as a defenseless baby. He is with us in the power of the Holy Spirit. He is for us. He is not over us, judging us. He is with us in the mess and the tumult of human life. He's like the dad on the touchline of the football field, cheering every success, lifting us up when we fall, rejoicing in our company. 
We know this Christmas day that this God is love because his gift to us in Christmas of coming into human space, being born as a human being, knowing that we can look upon the face of Jesus and see God, that we can listen to his words recorded in scripture and hear the voice of God. What a privilege in giving himself to be born as a baby, to die in our place on the cross, to restore us into intimate relationship with God. That is the ultimate gift. It is the proof positive of love, abundant, unlimited love, and it opens the door to life, life as the Bible puts it, in all its fullness. Thank you so much for joining us today. God sent his angels from glory to bring to the shepherds the good news of Jesus' birth. You have heard his story, the story of God's own son. May he fill you with joy to bring this good news to others today. And may you know the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit to be with you all, wherever you are this Christmas time, this day and always. Amen. <laughs>